Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grain by Train podcast for Grain Week 19. I'm Greg Northey from Pulse Canada, and I'm joined by Mil Poirier of QGI Consulting, who manages the Ag Transport Coalition, a consortium of agriculture groups that produce data and reports on rail service and performance. How are you doing today, Milt? Good, Greg. How are you? Pretty good. So we have just released the week 19 ATC weekly report. Uh, and what, sh- what days would that cover, Milt? That would be the week of December 5 to 11, which if we're putting it in the context of Southern BC service disruption timeline, that would be the first week since the week of November the 14th when the uh, CNNCP lost their main lines that both railways were actually up and running. Okay, so both railways are up and running that week, so it's going to give us a good indication. Well, not necessarily a good one, but as, as they were probably still in, you know, getting up to speed. But uh, what did the performance look like in that in that week where they're both running? Mixed, I think, is a good description. CN improved uh, somewhat from the performance we had seen from them the, the prior few weeks. Um, CP after having bounced back, and I use that term carefully, uh, in week 18, because they still only had 57% order fulfillment, uh, took a step in the wrong direction and went back down to 48. So not a very uh, good week for either railway, frankly. And for CN specifically, was there anything that caught your eye as to uh, performance in specific corridors? Yeah, I think overall, you know, some credit due to the fact that that their performance did get better uh, week over week. I mean, that's never a bad thing, but frankly, um, falling far, far short of where it needs to be, which has been a recurring theme this year. The issue that's most interesting with CN, uh, we know Vancouver's an issue and Vancouver's been an issue since the disruption and they continue to struggle with order fulfillment in the Vancouver corridor. Terrible again in week 19, I think 43%. Um, but Prince Rupert is is a developing issue that's been kind of coming down the road here for a few weeks. Uh, order fulfillment performance was 62% for CN uh, in the Prince Rupert corridor in week 19. And as bad as that is, it was significantly better than the performance seen in the prior two weeks when CN supplied only 42% and 45% of shipper orders on time in both week 17 and in week 18. So, you know, performance has not been good. At best, it's been volatile in that corridor all year, but the last three has been consistently, last three weeks has been consistently bad. And frankly, on very low volumes, averaging about 750 cars uh, ordered a week over that three week period, that's really, you know, half or less of the demand you would normally see uh, for the Prince Rupert corridor. So not sure what's going on with Prince Rupert, um, but uh, they're struggling. They continue to struggle uh, and something certainly worth uh, watching in the weeks to come. Yeah, it's particularly disappointing that kind of performance because, you know, Prince Rupert, especially with the Vancouver outage, were, were seen as somewhat of a, a an escape valve for a lot of the, the volume. And so if the performance isn't there in that in that corridor, it, it becomes, you know, just these, this idea that, that it's there and it, and it could be more, utilized more. It's really tough to, 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 I think, square that circle. 
I'm trying to, as I think we've seen from certain certain areas to, to really try to push traffic in that area. So a bit disappointing from a CP perspective, um, maybe a bit of a slowness for their recovery or did you want to mention something there, Milt? Well, um, they definitely retrenched in week 19. Um, what's interesting about, you know, and again, Vancouver, not good. Uh, 43%, I think, for them as well uh, in week 19 going to Vancouver. Um, and while that's a big driver, obviously, it's not, it's not the limit of CP service issues um, lately. Thunder Bay has been an issue that's been rising on the horizon here for a few weeks now. Um, and when you look at the performance in the Thunder Bay corridor over the last three weeks, this past week actually was the worst that it's been all year, 55%, um, which was worse than the 67% and the 69% seen in the two weeks before that. So not sure what the issues are in, in fulfilling orders going to Thunder Bay. If it's, you know, dedicated trains, they're out of, out of their cycles, so they're not getting to where they need to get to. But it's, you know, kind of CP's version of Prince Rupert right now. It's, it kind of went south on them, and they don't seem to be having any success in getting it back. But more broadly, if you look at Week 19 performance for CP, they were kind of poor in all corridors. So concerning. Provincially, uh, looks like the numbers reflect generally the overall performance. Alberta, though, um, what uh, what's happening with Alberta? I mean, we it is a common discussion we've had over the past few weeks, but uh, doesn't seem to be getting much better there. It does. It does not. And uh, I'll just talk about Alberta in the context of both railways, just because it's easier and the performance was remarkably similar. Um, you know, we thought that Alberta was was in tough with CN over the last couple of weeks, where CN only fulfilled 29% and 28% of shipper orders in those weeks, respectively. Big jump up this week, 31%. Um, uh, but CP uh, came in at 32% in week 19. And it's all about the West Coast. You know, for CP, it's... Vancouver, 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 it's 100% of the orders. And if CP is struggling to spot cars for the Vancouver corridor, you know, uh, Alberta is going to get hit the hardest probably because its orders are so concentrated for that corridor. CN is a little bit uh, broader than that. Obviously, Vancouver is uh, problematic. Uh, you know, I think they were 17% in week 19. But again, the specter of Prince Rupert and CN, you know, the performance in Alberta was uh, kind of similar to what it was on a system level, you know, 51%, and it's been bad for a number of weeks. And those are the two most important corridors by a stretch for Alberta shippers. So they're really in tough right now. Any, anything else notable for Saskatchewan or Manitoba? Well, uh, Saskatchewan, Manitoba got a nice tick up in performance from CN. Uh, Manitoba is just, they've been living the dream here for a couple of weeks, 98% this week, 100% the week before. Saskatchewan saw a nice improvement this week. Um, on the CP side, you know, uh, Manitoba and Saskatchewan kind of went down the same garden path as Alberta did for CP, uh, 43%, 63% respectively poor performance across a number of corridors led by Vancouver and led by Thunder Bay. So the themes are very consistent. 
when you take it from a system level down to individual provinces, you see the same issues, just at different levels. So that was week 19. So, you know, we have insight into um, what, what a little bit into what's happened since then. So let's turn our attention more to the recovery and what we can expect to see over the coming weeks. What are you seeing in the, in the, in the newer numbers um, or just generally from, from performance that would give us an indication of how things should go over the next uh, few weeks. Obviously we're heading to the Christmas period, which complicates some things and also, you know, some pretty incredible cold coming to us, I think in the prairie region as well, as far as um, as really low temperatures. Um, what, uh, what are you seeing though? What are you expecting? Uh, it's it's difficult to to get a clear picture on what's going on here. I guess if I had to say one thing, I would say that CN and CP, while they're making uh, seemingly good progress in the Vancouver corridor, particularly since uh, CN's line reopened a couple of weeks ago, um, they're having some challenges, at least by some of the metrics that we follow, uh, sustaining those improvements. You know, one of the things that we look at very closely on a day-to-day basis is uh, idle car counts. Those are cars that haven't moved under load for two days or more. And we keep seeing that number seesaw back and forth day-to-day and week-to-week. And the last two weeks has been a pretty consistent pattern for both railways. They seem to make good headway at the beginning of the week. And then as they get into the back of the week, for whatever reason, numbers start to climb again. And... That happened last week. It happened again this weekend. So here we are on a system basis for the two railways. We're just under 3,000 cars uh, in that category again. Uh, Vancouver has gotten better for CN. uh, They seem to have held that number, at least so far. CP, not so much. They're back up over 700 or pushing 1,000 cars just in the Vancouver corridor. So you know, there was, there was a lot of hope, certainly, when CN reopened and the capacity in the corridor improved significantly, um, that this situation and service more broadly was going to uh, improve relatively quickly. Um, I think uh, perhaps to some extent those were false hopes. And when we look at, you know, the performance on a day-to-day basis, despite the fact that demand remains remarkably low as it has all year, um, the railways just can't seem to get ahead of it, at least not yet. And as you mentioned, uh, you know, the operating playing field is not going to get easier as we head into the last week and a half of December. Uh, The prairies are starting to see cold weather, Alberta in particular, you know, Edmonton, where I am, we're headed for a stretch of uh, minus 25 to minus 35 day in and day out here through the Christmas season. So we all know how well railways uh, operate when it gets that cold. So we should be hearing the weather story from CN very soon. Um, So, you know, they're going to, I think, struggle um, probably well into January, Christmas, typically provides some respite from a demand perspective because shippers pair back on their orders, but demand is just all over the place this year. There's nothing normal about it. And just to add to that complexity, we know that coming out of week 19, that CN and CP were carrying, you know, some 2000 orders um, backlogged for the Vancouver corridor. And some of those orders are three weeks old. So obviously there's still a lot to fix yet. 
yeah, thanks, Milt. Uh, we'll uh, continue watching. Um, well, we're heading into the holiday season, so I think we'll probably, if I don't see you, Milt, have a good have a good holiday season. We'll be back here in January on the podcast. And thanks to all of you for listening. As always, you can see the reports at www.agtransportcoalition.com. We'll see you all soon. Bye.